know your love Your love is lifting me Keeps on lifting Won't you lifting me higher Lifting me higher and higher I'm not going to keep singing, my voice is terrible <laughs> <laughs> What's up everybody? Hey. <laughs> Happy motherfucking new year <laughs> Welcome back to Lights, Camera, Cocktails that's right, people. We are back in the motherfucking building. How you been? <laughs> it's been two years. It's been. How you doing? I'm good. I mean, I'm so excited right now. We have decided to come on back mm-hmm. because we missed y'all and each other. Mm-hmm. We've been through a lot since the last time we've been at this table with these cocktails in our hands. Zenobia has been holding it down. While her brother went to do a little acting. <laughs> Ooh, that was a good one. That was a good one. That was perfect. Yeah, yeah. Me and Lenny. Lenny sends her love, y'all. Lenny, she, we miss you. We love you. She will be back. We have Jason and Smashley got engaged yes, since the we last did. time. Yes, it has been a long time. Um, My goodness. We went to Colombia this past. We went past. to Colombia. That was a whole lot of fun. We had, 11 days of chaos. You guys, we drank and ate so much. It was amazing. Like I, can't, I spoke Spanish, y'all. I stumbled my way through the entire country. Did. <laughs> we looked to him to guide us. And it inspired me to duolingual. So how many, I, how many days are you on? 42 day streak. 42 on du- days streak. Duolingual. Shit, I got to get back on that. Killing it, you guys. Serious on it. I'm officially a bartender. Yes, you are. Not just in this house, but in life. The <laughs> Derby Room, you guys. It is a cool sports bar if you like to bet on horses. Absolutely. Come on through. And if you're going to fuck, do it in the parking lot next <laughs> to the Staples. <laughs> <laughs> Not so anywhere I got to clean it. So, That's a yeah. different movie. We haven't done that movie <laughs> yet. Okay. So I don't know about you, but I'm ready to drink. I'm so ready to drink. Actually, I have no idea what's in this. Okay. This looks fantastic, though. So, tonight, for our first drink back. We haven't used these glasses since you've been here for the podcast. Well, I busted them out. Don't let them think that I came through here all these times and didn't make them a drink every time I was fucking here. Oh, no, she absolutely (laughs) did. It's just, you know, I request a toasted fisherman when she's here. Yeah, he has a standard, but at least he's going to get new ones. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we are doing Slimer's Revenge. (laughs) Okay. I did not make this up. I found this. Okay. So you're going to need two ounces of Crystal Head vodka, and you're going to need the onyx one and that's the one we have tonight dude i love this skull right here right what it's straight skeletor style it is like it suits the occasion it suits the movie it does it's literally the perfect pick for this movie and i will explain okay comes busting through the door who lives here (laughs) i see it as like to drink (laughs) or not to drink (laughs) it's the question and the question is we about to drink it's 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 always (laughs) You know, it's that's never a question. Two drink. <laughs> it's just a skull. Okay, so Crystal Head Vodka, the, the Onyx one. And you're going to need one and a half ounces of pineapple juice, three-fourth ounces of honey simple syrup, which I freshly made when I got here. My girl. And then you're going to need one teaspoon of mecha powder. So I just got the tea. 
and then I like cut it up. Matcha. Matcha. That matcha green powder. That matcha green tea. And, and I, I just cut the tea bags open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you said tea bags. I know, I know. <laughs> and With, this one's got turmeric. It's healthy. All right. Yeah, so we're getting a little bit in ours. And then you put that in the shaker. You shake it all up. And then you're supposed to strain it, double strain it into your glass. I don't think my double straining was very good because I do see it in our glass. But, you know. I, I thought that was supposed to be in there. You know what? You it is got supposed to be in there, bitch. <laughs> it doesn't look anything like the picture. And the picture is supposed to be a lot greener. So I don't know what I might have It done. looks tasty, though. So Oh, and then you put three-fourths of lemon juice in there as well. And you put it into a Collins glass. So that's, like what, that's what we got. And you put some mint in it. And that is the Slimer to drink. I like it. I'm ready to drink. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. Cheers. Cheers. Here we go. Mm, that'll work. You know what's crazy? It's been so long since I've done uh, one of these episodes with you. I forgot whether I normally wait or if I take drinks before we actually. You cheers. know what? I'm I'm rusty too. So we we make it. We're just like we stumbled through <laughs> Colombia. We're gonna stumble through this first episode. And you know what? Bear with us, y'all. We'll get it right. Just like Colombia, this is gonna work out fine. Okay. Right? Colombia was fantastic. <laughs> we go. It was be so much fun. Good. I'm going back. We're going back. We going back. That's true. What am I hearing? It sounds like a plane. Well, oh, it's Ashley. It's she's in the bathroom. <laughs> Ashley's in the... Oh, she's out! <laughs> Hi, baby. Hi. Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> Smashley's in the motherfucking building! <laughs> no, I said I'd do a celebrity sip. So <gasps> tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Try it. It's refreshing. Ooh. I don't know what that... The hula. That was good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey. Good. Okay. Job. Thank you. Thank you. I want to thank my friends Matthew and Saul for getting me this little air horn. Oh, I love that thing. That was a big hit on New Year's so Eve. So now that I don't have to uh, make the noise with my mouth, unless I get drunk and I forget. I mean, that's the goal. <laughs> that is the goal. That is always the goal. Keep drinking. We'll find out. <laughs> All right. So are you ready? Yeah. Uh, at what point do we tell people stuff? I can't even remember. You guys... I'm going to rely on her a little bit this time around. You guys, we are doing... Tell them them what movie you picked it. I did pick it. So you tell them what movie we're doing. In honor of us coming back. In this new year. We're the best. We're the beautiful. We're the only. Ghostbusters. We're the only. Ghostbusters (laughs) 2. Ghostbusters. Yes, we're back. In honor of New Year's, in honor of our return. Yep, our newer year of more drinks and more movies. Absolutely. We're doing Ghostbusters 2. Mm-hmm. So because we are doing Ghostbusters 2 and we drank Slimer's Revenge, we gonna do a little bit of her story. On Slimer? No. Okay. I wish. I mean, I'll give you a little. I, mean, I, I do, love the way he comes back. Okay, so I will give you a little bit of history on Slimer. Okay? okay, he is just. He was just like a one-time runoff in the first one, mm-hmm. and then he becomes part of it during the real Ghostbusters cartoon, mm-hmm. and he becomes bigger in that. So, or the five first years movie, later, five years later, yeah, that cartoon was in the mix so, so slimer was a big hit in the cartoon which got him a bigger part in the movie which it did okay 
And uh, Dan Aykroyd says that Slimer is supposed to be like uh, John Belushi's ghost. So if you see him that way, maybe Aww. that might <laughs> make you love him a little more. I do love that. Yeah, because he'd be out here. Okay, so we are going to get a little bit of her story. Lay it on me. On Crystal Head Vodka. Okay? Uh-huh. So, in 1992, Dan Aykroyd founded the House of Blues and franchised it. So, have you been to a House of Blues before? I have. Yes, I have. I absolutely... Couple of them closed down they recently, did. which makes me sad. The original one they did were great close for down. discovering new yeah. artists. The original one did close down here in Hollywood, but yeah, um, off of Sunset. Mm-hmm. The one down in Anaheim too. Yeah, but they like moved it. It's not the one in downtown Disney, which is where I actually had my senior prom. <laughs> was at that House of Blues. Mm. So if you didn't know that Dan Aykroyd was one of the founders in that, he was. And so after that, he moved on to spirits and he tried to import Patron into Canada because, you know, he can't Canadian, right? Mm. And he was doing that. But in 2008, he co-founded the Crystal Head Vodka, okay, which we are drinking today. And the skulls were inspired by the Day of the Dead. Dia de los Muertos. See? That's why we took him to Colombia because he. And that's all the Spanish <laughs> that's I got. It. That's all I do. <laughs> and You're uh, welcome. <laughs> so the skull was inspired by the Day of the Dead and other things like the Aztecs and the Mayans. Aztec warrior. Yes. <laughs> I got quotes upon quotes, y'all. I'm ready. He's, he's been saving it, you guys. So. He uh, is between the Mayans and the Navajo tribes. They used to use crystal skulls mm-hmm. in like rituals and, and stuff like that. Where they slit the throats. I mean, the, I don't know. I didn't do the all sacrificial the sacrificial tablets. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't. I did. I did very limited research. <laughs> <laughs> but it took two years for them to figure out how to make this beautiful skull shape. Mm. So if you guys at home can't see us, go look up the crystal head. Uh, we on YouTube, y'all. We are. But for those who are driving, when you get to your destination, Google it because it's a really cool bottle. It's it's skull shaped, and there's like different color ones. It absolutely is. It's so nice that I didn't even realize that there was vodka in there. I mean, I kind of want you to like, just, we'll get to it, but I kind of like want you to taste it outside of the drink because it's, it's a weird, it's a really cool. I ain't done that since college. No, I'm not asking you to throw a shot back. I'm telling you to, you know, swirl it in your mouth a little bit and get the bouquet of what's going on. I don't know. I don't. That's a shot. (laughs) (laughs) Once it's in, it's not coming back out. I know. I know. I'm not telling you to spit it out. You spit it out, I'll fucking slap you. (laughs) Like, that's some good shit. So in 2000 and some good ass vodka. So don't you be spitting that out. Why don't you tell me how good the vodka was? (laughs) Is there any cheese around here? Somebody should have told Jason. We just got back from Wisconsin. I got some cheese curds for you. (laughs) I made some the other day too. And I was like, oh, I hope they bring me some more back. You know we brought some cheese curds back. You know you would have brought some (laughs) cheese curds back. So, okay. Let me get through this horse three. I'm here for it. So in 2010, Ontario... Banned the purchasing of Crystal Head Vodka. Ontario, Canada? Uh-huh. Okay. His home, his motherland mm-hmm. did him dirty. And it was all because of the bottle. Okay. The shape of it. And so... It was offensive or... They said that 
the skull symbolizes death and that there's a lot of youths who are binge drinking and dying and they didn't want this to be whatever. They didn't want the bad ink. They didn't want the bad the publicity. ink, publicity. But, you know, I just think it's funny because Dan Aykroyd said, this isn't the sign of death. It doesn't have the crossbones on the bottom. So, like, bitch, it's just a skull. There like, you go. <laughs> it's not toxic. It's not dead. Yeah, come on. It's, it's whatever. So the band remained for about a year. And then after that, they lifted it. But they were still not selling them in stores. And so... You can only get them online? They, we were online by then. The Canadian people... They rose up <laughs> and they wrote letters and emails and signed petitions online. It was like, bring us that crystal ass motherfucking skull. Because they were only selling it at bars and restaurants. I like, like you how you only tell it. it, though. It's such a good story. The Canadian people <laughs> rose, rose up. up and they said, uh-uh, not today, Satan. We, <laughs> we drinking this shit. And so they overturned it and so now you can freely buy it in canada you don't have to like power the people right power there y'all the people don't let them tell you you can't get drunk Dude, <laughs> they are so scared of the people if we all get one idea and stay in one page mm-hmm. shit you tell me i'll terrify anything about any alcohol being banned i will sign against it mm. you tell me i'll wear the x hat i'll sign it that's how we lost absinthe but we got, it, we got it back, though. We got it. Yeah, but it's like Coke nowadays. It's just not the same. I, and by Coke, I mean Coca-Cola the drink. Let's be real. I thought you were like... I wasn't talking fentanyl Coke. You're like, like mm. that, I, I never tried that shit. He's like, ooh, the 80s. That was some good Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I miss I miss the, the 80s. 80s, right? A party down. <laughs> when I was three. <laughs> okay, so in 2020, Crystal had came out with the onyx bottle okay which is what we are drinking today yeah now the cool part about this whole story for me is that i started doing research on this and i was like okay let me find this crystal head and i was like oh shit it has fucking dan Aykroyd. it's his shit and i went into my boss's office and I remembered that they had had a crystal skull, or I thought they did. So I like looked at it and I was like, yo, did you know that's Dan Aykroyd's fucking vodka? They're like, no. You told the owner? Yeah, because someone gave it to them as a Christmas gift. Okay. And so he was like, no, nah, really? And I'm like, yeah. And he was like, how much did you give me for it? And after I told him that we, I was going to buy it for the show, mm-hmm. I was like, I'll give you 40 bucks. And he was like, you can just have it. So Dope. I was given this by my boss, Brandon. Thank you. For contributing to the show. <laughs> but the Onyx came out and it's made with blue Weber agave. So if you know, that's what they make tequila out of. I do, yeah. So this is a weird hybrid of like the vodka with this agave. Your cousin just told me that she uh, is, uh, her and her husband got a agave farm where they're selling agave to tequila distilleries. Uh, who? Miss Cherie. Oh. Her and Maddie are getting on that agave train. Oh, that's pretty cool. All mm-hmm. right. Well, you know, we need to get over there. And get some- <laughs> 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 we need to get our asses over there and get some of that fucking tequila. What Maddie, like what's did? up? What's up? We'll have you on the show. When's that agave ready? <laughs> Is it ready? Because I need it. Okay. So mm. they made this and it comes from only one farm in Mexico. That they get this from. Okay. 
that's how they keep, you know, their product control. So it's named after the crystal onyx. <laughs> and that's why it comes into the black bottle. But there's different other ones. There's Me like, and the skull are listening. And there's like an Aurora one. And mm. then there's like a regular. There's a there's a couple different ones. But this one came out in 2020 when God knows we all needed a good, good bottle of something. Yeah, like I said, it's named after the crystals. Now, all of the vodkas, right, the way that they're made to make this such a luxury vodka is that they are used with diamond infused technology so we're drinking diamonds we it, they use it to like filter uh-huh so they like, use it for that i drink it because <laughs> makes my dookie twinkle <laughs> <laughs> you think about it you know it makes my dookie i mean dinosaur eggs so <laughs> so it's made with uh peach and Peaches and cream corn. 112 got in there? Yeah, and they make corn, and that's what they use for this fucking <laughs> vodka. And it's distilled like seven times, I believe it is. Um, and it's mixed with pure water from Newfoundland, Canada. That's where Newfoundland? They, yeah, that's where they get their, okay. their pure-ass water. I didn't know there was a Newfoundland. <laughs> what happened to the old Finland? I don't know. I <laughs> <laughs> Only one that I knew of that was new was like New Isengard or whatever it is that <laughs> Thor is from. Oh, uh, isn't it Isengard or some shit? Asgard. Asgard. I'm thinking of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Smashly, thank you. Always at the ready. Thank you, Peanut Gallery. <laughs> so, yeah, it's mixed with it and it's filtered. The vodka is filtered seven times through Hermskins. Herm Herms. Hemskins? Her Hermskins? Diamonds? I don't oh know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I smoked a lot over here. Over here. <laughs> uh, uh, it's it's like a quartz crystal okay. diamond that they're like... Wait, we're filtered. drinking through fake diamonds? It's it's a diamond. Okay, back in the old days. A diamond days. is a diamond is a diamond? Okay. Diamonds forever. So back in the day, they used to filter their vodkas through I'm coal. not saying I'm a gold digger. But you ain't broken messing with no... Because <laughs> you ain't broken with no broke niggas. You know? You ain't broken. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a rough show, you guys. This is when we're, we're starting it. Let's I'm do here this. for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm moving through it. So they used to filter vodka through, like, coal. Okay. So, like... Yeah, reverse and, osmosis. Uh-huh. So eventually end up doing with diamonds because a diamond is, like... Pressurized coal. Exactly. So I'm just saying, how do they get all the diamonds? It's an Ackroyd, man. Them. I don't know. Yeah, they did a heist and they put them all in this thing. And now we're getting this. Eddie Griffin told us about that. <laughs> he did tell us about that. <laughs> so Africa had all the gold, all the diamonds, all the land. White people came with Bibles. Yep. And we traded them. Yep. Somebody got game. It went the wrong way. Yeah. So in 2011, <laughs> it won the World Spirit Competition in San Francisco. Mm. We have talked about it many times. So it's times. not just beating out vodkas, it's beating out other spirits. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, okay. Okay. And it won the Covenant Double Gold Prize. So one day we need to go to it. It's in San Francisco. They have it like every year, and then they go there and they compete. I think we get to drink. I don't know. I don't know, but I kind of want to go. San Francisco is underwater, as I understand it right now. <sighs> That's what I'm hearing. It's not, it's not the business. Shit is rough. I am so sorry. My, my, my Hey, we feel for my you out there, Frisco. So, yeah, it's winning awards here and in Australia, mm -hmm. and it's out there getting it. I, I'm normally not a vodka drinker, but this shit is good. Like... Smell it. 
After that, do I inhale it? Ooh, that's a nice pop. And it smells so good. Ooh. So. That is nice. Talking about clears your sinuses. Speaking of stealing, in 2011, mm -hmm. the warehouse here in California got broken into. Ooh, and shit. over 21,000 bottles were stolen. Someone boasted in there and was like, get that shit. Get it. And they did. Hey, y'all want to buy some skull heads here? Yeah, exactly. Some real nice personal spirits. <laughs> It's like and I got a heck of a mixer right here. Yeah, Check it right out. Here. You want to shake it? Okay. <laughs> so Dan Aykroyd, being the cool guy as he is, was like, oh, you know, we don't condone theft and blah, blah, blah. And it kind of sucks. But, you know, I'm we're, happy that some people are, will be able. We're glad you guys like our vodka. Yeah, we're like, he's like, I'm lucky that some people will be able to try our luxury vodka at a reduced price. Yeah. So maybe that spread the word a little bit. A little you know bit. I mean? They knew it was hot. It's hot on the streets. Right. So like an average bottle costs about sixty to one hundred and fifty dollars. Damn. The one that I have, I looked up. It's about sixty bucks. You got it for free. And I got it for free. Thank you, boss man. Thank you, Brandon. Y'all check out the Derby Club. I plan to. <laughs> do you? It's the Derby Room. Derby we gonna, Room. We gonna do it. I knew I got lost. It's all right. Um, <laughs> and now. That is the end of my history on Crystal Head Vodka, the Onyx one, which we're drinking. I love this shit. This Dude, this is nice. I was messing around with it earlier. It just reminded me of that episode of Fresh Prince when he's got the fruit and he's falling in love with Lisa. He's singing in the grocery store. Wearing, oh, yeah. Wearing the Fat Albert suit. <laughs> in the, like, gray sweatpants are uh -huh. all extra tight on his fat body. Flipping around fruit because I love you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I kind of want you to, I'll, I'm going to make you taste it later with chess. I'll do it now. Thing. You want it now? I'll do it now. Grab a shot glass. Now, I like the bottle as, like, a home bartender. As a real bartender, this seems like I would hate it so much. Just a little taste. Mm. Oh, that takes me back. It's a it's a unique taste. Like it mm. is vodka, but it is vodka. And the fact that I haven't had vodka in many a years, when I tasted it, it's nicer than the vodkas I remember. Sweet. However, it's still reminiscent of vodka. Mm -hmm. And so, when I was in my twenties. Grey Goose Vodka was the thing. Ooh, you, you know? were getting fancy in your twenties. We threw some good parties back then. We weren't, you Fuck, know, yeah. sticking with. I don't want to knock on any spirits, so I'm not going to name the ones that people buy. But <laughs> there wasn't no cheap vodka. You weren't you on know? that UV vodka. I mean, it was Orange County. We had some high-priced <laughs> hoes out there. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and they were all about that. Uh, we didn't get other ones we got that gray goose to show you know we were we were a, a cut above the other parties go get that crooks one because mm. it's made at the same distillery it's the same shit is it really yep unless so we overpaid you did god damn all you need is a costco card i was working three jobs at the time <laughs> you don't even need a costco card <laughs> to buy liquor at costco you no can shit. walk in there and go to the back and well, when you get there, be like, I'm just buying a liquor, bitch. And then you go in there, you get it, and you go to the front, and you don't need a card for it. Toilet paper, on the other hand. You better have that <laughs> card ready, or you going to be pissed. All right. <laughs> it's, it's not too soon, right? We can joke about that now? It's not too soon. About the, the great toilet paper shortage, shortage of 2020? <laughs> no, it's not too soon. We can talk about it, because I went to the store 
yesterday and it was a shit ton of toilet paper. So okay, we, so we we're in good. The good. Nobody is lacking in twenty twenty three. No, our butts are getting white. <laughs> My bidet still works from way back when. I love your bidet, dude. When I come in, I'm like, ooh, I'm feeling fancy. Okay. Now I don't even remember. Do I give the stats or do I do the drinking game? I'm all I forgot. Shit. I think the stats come f- fuck. Do you guys remember? I'm sure you do. I think it's the drinking game. In Monique's going to text us right now. <laughs> I think it's the drinking game. So I'm going to do that. So are you ready? I'm ready. Four. Four. The Welcome. motherfucking drinking game. Yes. I'm a little off, but I'll get there. That's right. We in here. So here we go with the completely made up motherfucking drinking game. So when you see or someone says slime. Mm. So he slimed me. He oh, that's sli- part one. They say that. In, they Do you say, say it in, in this, this one, one too? too? Yeah. yeah. And then he's, <laughs> he goes, Why am I drippings with goo? What's this goo? I'll take that one too. Why am I covered with goo? goo. I'll take that. <laughs> uh, when they go Did down they there. find anything? They found a little bit of like pink slime. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where they go to the court and he's like, Can you identify the substance in this jar marked exhibit F? Yeah. Yeah, that's the stuff, all right. Your Honor, I've been working underground for Continent for 27 years. I never saw anything like this in my life. Mm. Whatever's down there, they must have put it there. What's that? He's like, yeah, that's that slime that's underneath the the city. And it, mm. I've never seen it there. Or they put it there. We did not! Exactly. Quiet! <laughs> Angry-ass judge. So anytime you see that pink-ass slime, okay. you're going to simp it. You're going to take a simp when someone doesn't believe them oh my god and what budgie brain here doesn't realize is that if we don't do something fast this whole place is gonna blow like a frog on a hot plate yeah right what am i supposed to do go on television and tell 10 million people they have to be nice to each other being miserable and treating other people like dirt is every new yorker's god-given right your two minutes are up good night gentlemen why does nobody just believe in them like they literally saved the world. Five years ago, they they just forgot. Now people forget so easy. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know why they don't believe him either. Like they're like, we don't believe in ghosts. They're like, where were you five years ago? You remember when the fucking mushroom man was coming through here? Fucking terrorist. Dude, the Stay Puff Marshmallow. Yeah, you remember that shit? How'd that happen? You don't believe in none of this shit. And Ernie Hudson calls him on. He's like, we got sued. We but, saved the world, and then we got sued. Yeah. Ungrateful little yuppie larva. After all we did for this city? Yeah. We conjured up a hundred foot marshmallow man through the top three floors off an uptown high rise, ended up getting sued by every state, county, and city agency in New York. Yeah, but what a ride. Every federal agency uh-huh. in the state is on them asses. Bullshit. Yeah. Got them doing kids' parties. <laughs> and the kids don't even respect them. I know. My dad leave. said you're full of shit. <laughs> I thought it was going to be He-Man. Oh, I thought it was going to be He-Man. That's my favorite. Dude, I loved He-Man in 1988, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, you going to take Sam because they don't be believing him. He commits them to the... to the Psychiatric war. Yeah. Man. I swear to God. Mm-hmm. So, anytime. The mayor, he don't be believing shit. The judge don't be believing shit. They got a history of this shit. And the mayor still doesn't... Mm. Why is the mayor always stupid? What? 
there was no evil intent and no malice uh, uh, because you live here when you live in a place and you love it like you do you don't want nothing bad to happen what? because it, it, it'll never happen again it's an isolated incident it's a one-shot deal there was no uh true malice about it you know because when you live in the city you love the city you what, what was that oh you don't want nothing to happen to it, right? <laughs> Any, objection you your honor leading the witness <laughs> He's like, for God's sakes, we're both lawyers. <laughs> like, I love it. <laughs> Do you have any further questions? No, I think we've helped him out enough. <laughs> He's like, I don't know, Timmy. <laughs> so nobody be believing these fools. So you're going to take a sample. You're going to take a sample when you see the painting. Mm. It's Viggle. Yep. I love where You're she... like the buzzing of flies to him. <laughs> She's like, I don't know what to do. Oh, of course, of course. I get it. You're sweet on this hunky stud, aren't you? You know, Peter, every now and then, I get the feeling that that painting is watching me, even smiling at me. You know, every time, I, I don't like being in the same room, but I feel like it's watching me. Mm -hmm. Or, oh, I love when... <laughs> When Bill Murray is taking the pictures, and taking he's like, the yes, photos, you know, yes, yes, give, give it me to angry, me. angry, angrier, angrier. <laughs> yes, yes. He's like, oh no, photographs, please. That is enough for the day. Please go. That's it. More. Yeah, come on. You're big. You're big. All right, just drive it. Just drive it now. Yeah, just drive it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it. Give it. Yeah. We need to talk. I've worked with better, but not many. I've worked with better, better. but not, not many. many. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said that to me that I, I don't know how I would take that. I'd be like, does it count when the painting changes? Yep. If he's like, even when he's like talking and shit, if he's like in the painting talking, does it have to be Vigo in the painting? What about when it's one of the fettuccine? <laughs> Early Renaissance, I think Raphael or Piero della Francesca. <laughs> No, I believe it's one of the fettuccines. <laughs> <laughs> I will take the fettuccines too, because that's a cool picture. You take a sip with the fettuccine painting. I don't know what happened to that painting, but I, I would want that it. That shit is dope. Yeah, as the parent of the I kids. will say it's not in Warner's prop house. I don't know who produced that or where. I, why would it be? I mean. It's in Bill Murray's house. You know it's it that, is. I mean. <laughs> He was not a big fan of this movie, so I don't know. If it's it in Dan Aykroyd's house. You know it that, is. That one, that sounds that sounds right. Okay. So you're going to take a sip. When Vankman answers a question with a joke. Nice. <laughs> so, so, I mean, he improvises so much. I know. You know what I mean? Like where she's like, did they find anything at my house? And he's like. So what happened with my apartment? Well, the guys spent the whole night there. They went through all your things, your personal stuff. Uh, they tried on some of your clothes, made some long-distance phone calls, uh, cleaned out the fridge. Did they find anything? Yeah, you know, they hung out for a while. They tried on your clothes. Mm -hmm. you know, made some long-distance phone, phone calls. calls. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to run her through a... I'd like to run some gynecological tests on the mother. Who wouldn't? Who, Who wouldn't? <laughs> exactly. So, Bill Murray does that a lot. Yes, so he does. When you catch them, take that sample. You're going to take a sample when all four are in their uniforms. Yes. But there was five at the end. There was five at the end. <laughs> I'll take that one, too. <laughs> I was born to wear it. <laughs> stay sharp. Stay. What was his name? Happy New Year. Stay fit. 
keep sharp. Make good decisions. He's, he's, he's hyping himself up, hiding b- behind a, a bus pole. <laughs> Happy New Year's. Bitch, like right everybody it. sees you. Stop hiding behind that. <laughs> so you're going to take a drink with any of them in their uniforms. I feel like it doesn't happen that often. It doesn't. So that means like during their commercials and that little montage of them like Ghostbusters. <laughs> that's who you call Ghostbusters. When they go to the little kids party. Mm-mm-mm. That's not all four. It's only two. Oh, when all four of them. Okay. Yeah. They have to all be in it together. Got you. You're going to take a sip when baby or Oscar is said. Mm. I won't let him hurt my baby. <laughs> yeah, she's like screaming as she runs down. They took my baby. Tried to eat Oscar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, who's this little guy? What's your name? His name is Oscar. Oh, named after a hot dog. You poor man. You poor, poor man. Oscar. You're fat. Your belly button sticks out. It's so late. I really got to put him down. You're short, your belly button sticks out too far, and you're a terrible burden on your poor mother. And you're a terrible, terrible terrible burden on your poor Poor mother. mother. (laughs) I didn't even get that as a kid, like when I first watched this, but then I watched it recently, or by recently I mean today, (laughs) (laughs) and she's like, I really should put him down. May I? (laughs) Puts him down verbally. (laughs) You're so good. I feel like he's a great dad. I don't know. He's got a gang of sons. Does he? Yeah, he's got like four or five kids, sons. So if you're a listener, that's Murray not a gang kids, by now, by today's standards. It's not but by today's uh, Hollywood standard. It's not. I mean, he's <laughs> shout no out Nick, Nick Cannon. Cannon. What's happening? <laughs> no Nick Cannon. You know? We're gonna stop making fun of you eventually. Is he averaging one a month? Like one every other month, <laughs> every three months. Like you know, by quarterly, he's fucking. Popping but he's got a game of... plan, as I understand it. He's yeah, like, I got kids with Mariah world. Carey. You know they're talented. <laughs> but that's I have them true. kids teach the other kids how to sing and dance and <laughs> shuffle around, and they will be good. You're gonna take a simp when Egon shows that it's always the quiet ones. Oh my god! <laughs> so that's him being weird with the with the toaster, with the slime, with the slime. He's sleeping with it. <laughs> that's uh, him. Talking about, oh, we weren't allowed to have toys. You mean you never even had a slinky? We had part of a slinky, but I straightened it. I had part of a slinky. I straightened it. Yeah, he's just a. <laughs> he's so. He's an oddball. Deadpan. Yeah, even when they're like trying to do the do. Ray. Egon. Egon. You're like, dude, you can't even go with the song. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, yeah. You're going to take some seals. You're going to finish your drink when Donna comes to visit Vakeman's apartment. So, after the, the slime comes through, the bathtub tries to eat her and her mm-hmm. titties and her baby, you're going to finish your drink. Okay. You're going to finish your drink when Winston gets hit by the train. He's like, ah, ah, ah. the old New York Central, City of Albany. Derailed in 1920, killed hundreds of people. Did you catch the number on the locomotive? Sorry. I missed it. Did you happen to get the number? Sorry. Sorry. I, I missed, missed it. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
monster. He's like, oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. Yeah, when he, they they called his name, and he's like, dude, what? they knew he was the scaredest yeah, one. Oh, fuck. He he was afraid of some ghosts. He definitely was. <laughs> he was. He said it up front. He's like, if there's a steady paycheck in it, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. And he stuck by his word. So that's when you're going to take your simps. Yeah. You're going to finish your drink. This is it the third finish? The third finish. All right. When they ride that Statue of Liberty. Yeah. To the museum. You know your love. Keep on lifting. Keep on lifting. Lifting me higher and higher. I'm so happy that I'm not the only one that can't sing because uh, Bill Murray cannot sing. <laughs> he was and like, he's so off key and off beat. <laughs> <laughs> that just what makes it so so great about it. <laughs> Absolutely, you got should have patted her feet. Uh, no, definitely, just you guys were fucking fucking her up. Mm-hmm. I don't think they make Nikes in her size. Right? <laughs> so you got anything to add to the drinking game? Do you got to finish another drink or no. is it just three? Just three. Just three. This was a hard one. I think I was just rusty to be real with you. Um, I don't know. I kind of like everything that was going on there. Mm-hmm. I almost want to say like do something with uh, Janosch. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> that motherfucker, he's so damn funny. You just, yes, just got to let him be. Just let him be. <laughs> no, nah, I'm happy with that drinking game. All right, well, that's the motherfucking drinking Drinking game. game. Yes, sir. I've been working on it. I see. I like it. Getting deep. Um, Betty White. (laughs) Okay. It's time for the stats. You ready for them motherfucking stats? This is Ghostbusters. Let's go. Okay. So this movie dropped June 15th. 1989, baby. 89. 1.589 mm-hmm. is the number. That's the number. Another summer. <laughs> Police ain't getting dumber. Don't you get dumber. started. They're definitely getting dumber. <laughs> Especially in this movie. Especially in this I movie. I got some fun stuff to share with you later about the police. Ooh. So, the budget mm. for this movie was $25 million. In 1988. 87-88. Yeah, in filming times, yeah. So? So in today's money, that'd be more like $57.8 million. Money has doubled since then? Shit. Yeah? We gotta stop printing money. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta gotta spread this money out. So, um, (laughs) and it made worldwide $215 million. If it makes money, it makes sense. And it did. Hell yeah. So that would be roughly about... $497 $497 million. Damn. It did more than Get Out. However, Get Out, get was, out like, was $4 million was like, budget. Like, no money, yeah. So it made its money back. Hell yeah, it did. So the Rotten Tomatoes critics. Bitches. 55%. <sighs> uh, audience, 61%. Really? Yeah. Dang, critics. I mean, audience, I expected better from y'all. And the ZZ Fresh, mm. 75%. I okay. think it still holds up pretty good. Some of the technology does look a little, you know, like... For 1989, though. Yeah, but, like, some of it still holds up. I ain't gonna lie. I think, like, the painting and stuff, all that shit still holds up. Uh-huh. 
Slimer, he looks pretty good. He's awesome. Yeah. There was no, yeah. So uh, the special, I mean, some in some things like the the slime coming out of the bathtub and she's like running, you could definitely see that it's CGI or whatever they. I mean, the but tub bends. Like, it does. So, how do you do that in 1988? So I meant, I think that the it, it holds up pretty good. I'm going to give it a 90. Okay. I'm going to give it an A, honestly. Because, like, the story is great, mm-hmm. you know? It tracks really well. Um, the acting is fantastic. Even the improvised stuff, like, you know how improvised stuff today runs on for too long? They don't do that in this, you know? It happens, they close it up, and then they move on with the story. Yeah. I think it was great. I think it was great. They put the Empire... Not the Empire State Building. <laughs> they put the, the Statue Empire- of Liberty in front of the museum. Like, come on. And then they laid her down. Keep on lifting. Did you notice that? Yeah. She's, she's laying down on the ground. Like, yeah. what happened to the possibly charged slime? She didn't just walk right back. No, because she fell after, after, after they, they stop, hopped out. And they stopped everything. Oh, the music stopped. Yes. Got you. I would have thought she just freeze there. Like, how she know where she was going? Winifred Sanderson. Because they were in her head. Well, they had the little joystick. Oh, that's right. The little, the little. Yeah, Nintendo. the little Nintendo joystick mm-hmm. for Duck Hunt. <laughs> I'm surprised he moved it anywhere off of that shit. Right? <laughs> okay. Mm. That's a good drink. Let's, like let's start this. All right. Oh, is it on me? Yeah. Shit. All right, here we go. Diving in to Ghostbusters 2. Ghostbusters! Mm. We should tell the audience also that uh, if y'all didn't notice... It's a little quieter in the house. Mm. Our uh, Robin did pass since uh, we've had an episode here. Uh, She passed away about six months ago. And so, yeah, she won't be joining us. But uh, she's here. She might be because she comes to visit us quite often in this house. Mm -hmm. So we ain't afraid of no ghosts because it's usually Robin. Ghostbusters! (laughs) Coming to hang out. If you hear a little scratching on the floor, that's probably Robin. Coming to see us. So let's get into these Ghostbusters. Are you afraid of ghosts? Have you seen a ghost? I've never seen a ghost. Felt them a number of times, yes. Nowadays, not so much, especially in this house because I do feel like it's usually Robin coming to visit us. However, I get some bad dreams anytime that closet is open in our bedroom. Hmm. I don't know why. It's only when that closet is open. Next time you're asleep, I'm going to open the closet when you're already asleep. Don't you fuck with me. And then I'll be like, did you have any bad dreams? And you're going to be like, no. And I'll be like, it's all in your head. Usually. No. (laughs) No. Yeah. The the spirits are uh, strong in this one. I have not seen a ghost, but I am. They don't like your room. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know anybody who would be in this house mm. <laughs> haunting me. So we got uh, Mr. Ivan Reitman directed this. Mm-hmm. Obviously written by Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis. Oh, yeah. You know, they play the Ghostbusters themselves. Ivan Reitman is the man. Mm-hmm. You know, he is responsible for many, many things. Sadly, he did pass away last year. Oh, last year? Yeah. Damn. 
All right. So we lost a lot of people last year. But, you know, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2, Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. <laughs> I remember that. Do you remember that one? I do. That was a good one. Okay. Um, but no, in all seriously, Twins, Kindergarten yep. Cop, yep. Evolution. I love that movie. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And these are just the ones that he's directed. We're not even going to touch on the ones that he's produced. Ooh. You know. Okay. And now his son, Jason Reitman, mm-hmm. uh, who did a small thing in this movie, is a director as well. He did. He's the little bratty-ass, bitchy kid who was like, My dad says you guys are full of crap. Jason, Well, gosh. some people have trouble believing in the paranormal. No, he just says you guys are full of crap, and that's why you went out of business. My dad said you're full of crap. Is that who it is? That's exactly who oh, it is. Oh, shit. And you know who that dad is? Mm. Yo, boss, bitch. That's what I think is like the funniest thing. It's like your boss's kid is telling you you ain't crap. I wonder <laughs> if they did some outtakes and Jason Reitman's like, my dad said you can't write for shit. My dad said you're an overactor. Play the music. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go get a beer. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely him. And he also is a director. Mm-hmm. And he's directed... Oh, Juno, mm-hmm. Up in the Air, and Ghostbusters Afterlife. So, Did he? So that one that came out last year in 2020, or not last year, because we're in 2023 now. So in 2021, <laughs> he directed that one. Is this the one with Paul Rudd? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I have not, not seen that one. Yet. I have not either, but mm. knowing that it's passed down from father to son makes sure. me really want to... That, that- that makes me want to see it a little bit more. Yeah. You know, but these are, it's like Batman. Like, who's your Batman? Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. I like the other Batman, but Michael Keaton is my Batman. He's my Batman. You know, Ivan Reitman is my Ghostbusters director. But if Michael Keaton Jr. took up the helms of being Batman, I'd go see that shit. Yeah. I don't know if he has, if that's his son's name. I just made I don't that know. up. <laughs> I just made that up. But if Damon Wayans Jr. <laughs> took up the cape of Blank Man. Ooh, you think I wouldn't go see that? You know I'd go see that shit. His fine ass and a story I already love? Yes. He is like a buff Damon Wayans. God, he's so cute. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I do want to see it because he uh, directed it. Alright, you want to dive into this cast? Dive away. Let's start with the cameo of the... Ever talented musician who plays the mayor's doorman, Bobby Motherfucking Brown. If I don't do us, we've got to take it slow. Wait, we got, we got, He's we got. He's the doorman. He's the doorman. He opens up the door for the Ghostbusters when they no, go to okay, the mayor. Yes, I know exactly the scene. You didn't fr- see the cut. I know who we're talking about. I, you think I don't know who? A little bit of Gumby. Who <laughs> the king of R and B is? Bobby Brown. Okay, I just didn't realize that he was a doorman for some reason. Doorman. <laughs> doorman. <laughs> doorman. I just thought that he. No. <laughs> you ain't too old. You too old. Not for this earth, yeah. but for here. Right. <laughs> it, it's not because you're not fine. I'd love to tap that ass. I tear that ass up. And I can't be letting old pregnant it's bitches in here. because you old as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the day that happens to me, 
the day I die. Like, if I can't go shake my ass in a club. Your last fuckable day. <laughs> yeah. When that happens, I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm never getting dick again. This is over. I better have somebody locked down. I'm fucked. <laughs> Bobby Brown plays the mayor's doorman. I just thought it was Bobby Brown being Bobby Brown. Like, oh, he's the doorman. Like, I literally thought it was like, and I thought it was weird because he opens the police car. You're so right. And mm-hmm. I was like, why is he opening the police car? I thought that it was just like Bobby Brown was no. going into the mayor's house. That why must have been part of his contract. Hey, Bobby, give us, you know, give us a song or two for the movie. We'll see if we can't hook you up with an acting career. And he didn't do bad. Yeah. It was good. Oh, Ghostbusters. How you doing? Hey, guys, come right this way. Hey, you guys got another one of those proton packs? My kid brother really wants one. The proton pack is not a toy. I guess it's right. Can I get one of those proto proton packs? <laughs> my little brother wants one. Which, okay. But I... Mm-hmm. You just blew my mind. That is... I'm sorry. I might just be high, but you blew my mind. I'll blow your mind again. Guess who else is in this? Uh, he plays. Hold on, let me. Cheech. Not yes, Cheech is. Cheech Marin is in this uh-huh. for a very quick cameo. He's uh, working on the docks when all the ghosts start showing up. He's like, "Well, better, better late, late than, than never." never. <laughs> Fun fact: The Titanic was supposed to go to Pier Thirty Four in real life. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Oh shit. <laughs> Okay, who who else? Uh, Check this out. If you hadn't noticed in the beginning when Bill Murray's character, Venkman, is hosting the psychic TV show. Yeah. Did you see who his guest is? Oh, the dude? Kevin Dunn. Yeah. He plays psychic Milton Anglin. The world is going to end this year on new year's eve mm-hmm. he's like i mean that's bad marketing dude like but you only have as like, soon as you see him like what do you recognize him from this is my dude is a journeyman actor he's shia labeouf's dad in transformers yep yep you know he's a principal in warrior yep you know what i mean he's done a million things he's that guy you don't know his name but you know his face that's not the one that i was really excited to tell you about the cop the cop that stops them when they are cutting He's into like, hey, the floor. Mm-hmm. Who do you think that is? Who? His name's Dave Florick. He is Coach Smiley from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, <laughs> you're right. You are right. Smith, uh-huh. you trying to join? What about your friend here? I don't even go to the school. I'll overlook that if you will. <laughs> he was the shitty. You're right. He was the shitty. All right, guy. Smith. I'll tell you what. I give you the keys to my car. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Smiley is the uh, first officer on the scene. Nothing what are you guys doing? Did you tell him to stop cutting? Yeah, I told him to stop cutting. What are you guys doing? What are you doing? I think we're doing. We're doing our job. You see me? I don't stop you from doing your job. Hey, what? You bullheads are going to come and rouse me out again? I got 3,000 bullets on credit shots. I got about 8 million miles of cable I got to check. You're going to come and shake my monkey tree again? I'll tell you what's going on around here. Somebody at the public office over there has got to have their diaper changed, and they don't even know what to do. What do you think, Pete? Yo. (laughs) So corny. I love it. That's another thing to show who he really is. Because Egon is the strangest and the smartest probably of all of them, but he's just so weird. Dude. (laughs) He's so good, though. He's so socially awkward. He's so awkward. They can't all be cool. Because, like, no. Bill Murray is cool. Mm-hmm. Dan Aykroyd is, like, he's, he's nerdy. He's the but nerdy, he's, excited one. But he's still cool. Like, Ernie Hudson is cool. 
Cause he ain't the he ain't a nerd. He's, he's just, just a fucking. He's the blue collar cool guy. He's the black guy who keeps these white guys on track, gives them street cred, bust through doors, bust through. He saved their putting life. fires out. I got a question. Hmm. Where is he in the courtroom? Because he's there. Because hmm. when the judge is like, I don't believe in ghosts and blah 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 blah, he like looks at him and he goes, Wow, sounds like a pretty open minded guy, huh? Yeah, they call him the hammer. And then he goes and sits down. Then the ghosts come, and only those three motherfuckers did anything. I don't know. They come out, and they're like, we saved it. And it's just them three. And I'm like, where the fuck? We-? Winston was up in there. <laughs> Winston Shit. was up in there. I have there. to wa- rewatch the movie now. Because he, he is definitely there. Uh-huh. He wasn't. He's not on trial because he didn't go in the sewer. Yeah. He's just there, I guess, moral support. I think, I'm not going to lie. I was doing research while I was watching the movie, so my head might have been down during the courtroom scene. It's like one of my I, I didn't pay too much. I just heard him start yelling. I'm like, oh, okay. He's getting angry. He's pissing off the slime. I'm Here we go. Saying, where the fuck is Winston? Why y'all got to do him so dirty? They do. Because it was the 80s. Black people get no respect. None. Or maybe Winston knew that the black man didn't have any chance in the courtroom in 1989. And he made himself scarce. You can sit in the audience. In the... In the is it called the audience? I feel like I'm totally <laughs> I, don't I don't think that's definitely not what it's called. The gallery? I don't know. Smashley? What? Never mind. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. So check this out. We were watching um, Nick Cannon on Mass Singer the other day. Mm-hmm. And guess who we saw? Damn, I don't even know. This ain't a spoiler. The, the episode is out. Get unmasked on the Mass Singer. Sir Ray Parker. He was Sir Boogaboo, and that was his character on The Mass Singer. It was Horror Night on The Mass Singer. Sir Boogaboo. He is the writer of the Ghostbusters song. Oh, oh me and my dad were literally just talking about it. Uh-huh. Dude, he's tall as shit. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Uh-huh. Do, 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 do. Okay. Do, 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 do. I do have a fun fact about the song. Okay. So, they wanted... Huey Lewis, Lewis in the news. Uh-huh. Do you know this? Yeah, yeah. They wanted him to do the song for it, but he was like, "Nah, I'm doing Back to the Future right now." Which we're going back th- in time. So they hired this dude, and I guess they were like, "We want like something a, like Huey like Lewis. Huey." And basically, he kind of ripped off. I want a new drug. Do, do, do. Like, if you listen to them, they are real quite similar. Mm-hmm. And so he sued him and was like, You like sampled my song without like giving me rights and shit and asking. Interesting. So he had to pay Huey like a gang of money. Damn. And then years later, he did an interview and he was like, Oh, yeah, I got paid blah, blah, blah for this. And so that broke the fucking contract. And he had to pay the fucking other dude the money back. Damn. <laughs> money changing hands. Changing hands back to the same hands to different hands. <laughs> yep. I want to talk about Mr. Vigo, not Vigo Mortensen. Even though I we was love literally him. about to say that. I was like, he in here? <laughs> no. Vigo the Carpathian, okay. uh, played by Wilhelm von Hamburg. I'm so glad that you said that. Thank you. <laughs> You didn't I, want to say it? I did not. Give it a shot. Just, just one time. Nope. Go ahead. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm glad you You know I'm going to fuck it up. So Vigo, again, another journeyman actor, but he's had some great movies. 
and he's had some pivotal characters like playing Vigo the Carpathian. But what else he do? You ever seen a little known movie called Die Hard? Oh shit! Is he the big blonde? He's now? James. Good. Yeah. Oh okay. Yes, uh, I've seen it. We did it here. As well as uh, <laughs> Digstown, one of my favorite boxing movies. Okay. With the great Louis Gossip Jr. Okay. He plays Charles Makem Diggs. Charles Makem Diggs. And it's because of that big ass head, <laughs> big ass head of his. So he has a specific look, obviously. But in Digstown, where he plays Charles Makem Diggs, he's in a wheelchair. He's a former boxer who got uh, doped up in his last fight. And uh, got brain damage. Mm. And so he's in his chair, but he's got this big-ass swollen head like they shot him up with the wrong drugs. Oh, that sounds painful. Yeah. So he's in some of my favorite movies. All right. Okay. Ghostbusters 2, Digstown, and Die Hard. As soon as you said Die Hard, I saw his blonde-ass hair. Mm. And he dies. Yes, he does. <laughs> he, he gets hung. Yeah, he, he, he gets does. shot the fuck Pretty up. bad, yeah. Like, dude. <laughs> Oscar, played by twins, like they do. Mm-hmm. And those twins are Henry and William Deutschendorf. Yes, that's their name. I'm also glad that you said that one, too. Yeah. <laughs> Dor- Say it again. Deutschendorf. That sounds so beautiful. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Danke. You sprechen sehr gut. This is a German. Oh, yeah. Mm. I took German for a year in high school. I never told you that. No. Yeah. Why didn't you take Spanish? We can use that. I know. Well. We ain't going to Germany. <laughs> I don't know. I, didn't, I never said I was smart. Yeah, Public school. It is what it is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was played by a couple of twins way back in the day. And sadly, in 2017, Henry committed suicide. Mm, that sucks. Yeah. He had a substance abuse situation and he committed suicide. Uh, William who um, the two of them uh, opened a martial arts school down in San Diego, and William still runs it to this day. It's got to suck to be like the last twin. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be rough. I had uh, triplets at my school, and uh, one of them died very young. Not from suicide, but uh, he um, had a blood clot in his head, if I'm not mistaken. (sighs) And uh, the other two twins, or triplets, you know, you're not the same afterwards. Mm-mm, you missing a piece. It's, it's some fucked up shit. I got a fun fact for you. Throw it at me. So, William von Humburg. <laughs> I don't know if I was close. Okay. Uh-huh. He was dubbed by Max von Schauden, and they didn't tell William about this until the motherfucker showed up to the premiere and was like, that's not my voice. And he was so pissed that he stormed out of the premiere. Dude, are you serious? Yeah. I, Vigo, the scourge of Carpathia, the sorrow of Moldavia, command you. Oh, command me, Lord. Now we become one. Obviously, they got to dub that shit. I don't know like, what he sounds like. My whole life, that's what he sounds like. It looked like it fit, didn't it? Doesn't. It I mean, like- it's a demon's voice. You, you know, it's not a real human's voice. But also, when he's like, I mean, a real human does it. Getting like shot up with the the electricity and stuff. That's a lion. Roaring. I get that. But if you went and you did a movie and you learned all the lines and you did it all perfect, and then you went there and it's my voice, you'd be like, what the fuck? He's got three lines. He has has more lines than that. Nah. Now we become one. Mm -hmm. Now I, Ray, am Vigo Mm -hmm. and will rule the world, whatever Mm -hmm. he says there. Mm -hmm. 
Where else does he talk? He talks when he's telling them his whole plan and everything. Oh, yeah. And he was like, yeah, oh, you can have. Oh, come on, me, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you can have, you know, the the woman, and I will so have weird. her yeah. as my fucking mom. You know, a wife to you. Doesn't and that a mother sound nice? To me. It's the baby. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he wasn't happy. I think it would be jarring to me, too. Okay. I mean, tell a bitch. Don't let a bitch show up to a premiere telling her mama, like, hey, mom, come through here. I work really hard on my accent. I sound so good. And then you come in. I mean, what can you do? Nothing. You just storm out and Mm -hmm. keep on trucking like he did. That's fucked up. It is pretty fucked up. Crazy thing is, I don't remember him talking in Die Hard either. Or He does talk. Does he talk? Yeah, he talks on the walkie. Okay. But now that I know that's him, which I didn't put two and two together. That's a Christmas I'll get movie. to know. Exactly. I know. I just watched that like a week ago. <laughs> I really did. Is that your favorite Christmas movie? No. Which one is? Probably Vacation. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I got a, I got a number of them. But yeah, that's up there. This or Christmas is always there. Both just Home Friends Alone. is always in there. <laughs> oh, the I'm kidding. Samantha James, bitch. Um, somebody f- I forgot to mention. Kurt Fuller. Kurt Fuller. He plays Hardemeyer. Oh, okay. There we go. Mm-hmm. So he replaces What's-His-Face in this one, uh-huh. you know, as the stuffed shirt politician, you know. He has no I can't dick. remember. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. This man has no dick. He has no dick. That's part one, dude. That's part one, dude. <laughs> hey, I'm a voter. Aren't you supposed to, like, kiss my, my ass? ass? <laughs> I like how he's like, first off, Mayor, it's a pleasure to meet you again. And we'd just like to say that almost 50% of us voted for you in the last election. I appreciate that. And uh, almost half of us voted for you. There's only four, so that means one person voted for him. (laughs) Right? If almost half. (laughs) (laughs) I think that is hilarious to me. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Almost half of us voted for you. That's one. (laughs) I don't know if it's the alcohol, but that's just. That's, and I think it's hilarious. It's a, a very like low key joke. <laughs> so, also name Hardemeyer is that's fucked up. <laughs> that's just a dickhead's name. Dick. But he's the one that commits them to the psychiatric yeah. ward and all mm-hmm, that shit. Mm-hmm. You know him from a number of movies. The second you see Kurt Fuller, you recognize him immediately. I'll say that. I don't know if Janos has been in too many things, but he is hilarious in this movie. He is played by Mr. Peter McNichol. I mean, this is not the only thing I've seen. No, it's definitely not the only thing, but I haven't seen him in a while. But he's so fucking talented. Like, everything he does in there is so effortless. Because he was big in the late 90s. Was he? He was in Ally McBeal, right? Okay. That's what I remember. Yeah, Ally McBeal. Mm -hmm. It looks like he was on Veep. Nice. Oh, so he's still killing it. He might have had, I don't know how long his role was on Big Bang Theory. Dude. He does some, oh, he was on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so this will, he, yeah, he stays working. You know what I like about him? Mindy Project. The little subtleties that he does. Like, he you was, know how he first, like, gets introduced to Bill Murray, and Bill Murray, like, shakes his hand, or he reaches mm-hmm. out to shake his hand, like, reach out to shake my hand. Yano's just like, hand it out. Well, okay. It's so dainty. The, that character really didn't have, like, much. Uh-huh. Uh, like, of a backstory or, like, what he was supposed to be. 
So he got to do his own thing, which I think is like great. I think he's fantastic. I think he created a great character. He did. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think she likes me very much. <laughs> Dana. Yeah. He's like, you know, it's dark. And I was just, he happened to be in the neighborhood. And it's a baby. He's like, woo. She's like, she's like, oh, every I day would. I come over, I tell jokes, you don't respond. Do I have the bad breath? You are just <laughs> weird, and I totally no. think that he did a great and job. He's like, I like where he's dressed up as like, like the wicked witch. And oh, I know. To come when he comes get Arthur Carousel. Yeah, he definitely gives that wicked witch of that's what i always thought he's like right isn't he riding in on a bike too you're not wrong because i get the same feeling like that that song comes in my head when he does that shit that means that peter mcnichol i love him me too matter of fact he loves us too well i love you too i love you man really well i love you too Yeah, I is the best uh, of that. So he's just like, why am I covers with goo? <laughs> I, I, I really love you guys. Like, he's like a drunk man after like the bar. And you're trying to get him into the Uber, and he's like, but no, bro, let dude, me let me say something to you. I just love you, dog. You know? <laughs> like, I don't tell you enough how much I love you. You know, like that's definitely, and I haven't been in that. But like, I love you oh, too. Absolutely. You cannot get them in the car. I love you too. Oh, oh, here's your Uber. Come on now, let's get. Nah, nah, call, yeah, push it to the next one. Like, yeah, let me I'm just gonna, tell you something. I'm gonna get in this one with you, and you get in, and you just get out on the other door, and go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely. Can we talk about fine ass Janine Melnitz? I think she's cute. Okay. Yes. Go ahead. Like Annie Potts is an attractive woman. She is cute. Janine is adorable. Did you like Janine in part one? Yes. Like you thought, okay. I just, I love her character. I like her character too. I love her accent. Mm -hmm. Probably that's the thing. Ghostbusters, what do you want? Yeah. Like she's so. Yes. We're back. Uh-huh. <laughs> like she was born and raised in New York, it looks like. Uh-huh. Like her character. My parent my mom used to watch a show that she was in called like Any Day Now. Mm-hmm. And it was like her and like her best they were like in the South and it was like her best friend since a child was like this black chick and they like grew up together and like raised her family. I don't know. It was some lifetime thing I feel like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but my that's what I like strongly always remember her from. I like watching her and Rick Moranis play off of each other. They They're, are adorable. Right? Like, like when he's asking her out and he's like standing in the middle of the street. Do you maybe want to, oh no, no. Do you want to have something to eat with me? Well, yeah, I'd love that. But I I, I, I told Dr. Vinkman I babysit for him. Would you like to have something to eat with me? <laughs> Would you like to have something to eat with me? <laughs> he's like, like struggling yeah. to get it out. Oh, yeah, I would, you know. Sure. But I got to go watch this kid right now. You can come. Like, okay, she... Okay, I will. I guess I can get his address from the W-2 tax form. I know. Like, <laughs> get out of the street, we... moron! He's like, Ugh. He's just so much. But uh, after they have their little arc, and, like, they finally, like, get together, then she's suiting him up, and she's, like, such a supportive woman to him. She's, like, zipping him up. He's like, it's like the man in uniform. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, so with her... Mm-hmm. She's amazing. Let's mm-hmm. not forget that she is Bo Peep. She's Bo. In Toy Story? Yeah. No shit. She's Miss Bo Peep. And now that you hear it, you hear it. Uh-huh. Her character is a lot different than she is in the first one. In the first one, she's 
I feel like she looks more New Yorker. She's more mm-hmm. like dark color. She's angrier in the first yeah, one. Yeah, her hair is like back and stuff. And this one, she's like vibrant and cute. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's got her little bob on. It's bright and super Edna 80s. Mode before Edna Mode. Before Edna Mode, right. So, like I said, it's been five years in between the movies, right? Okay. And a lot of the things that they picked up for this movie came from the real Ghostbusters cartoon. That was a hit from 1986 to 1991. Her character changed a lot because of that. They made her look more vivid and she had like the hair and the outfits and and the cute glasses and stuff more like she is in this one. So they based her look off of the cartoon. Okay. Uh, they based a lot of this movie off of the cartoon and they made it more family friendly than the original was. I like that. Uh, this movie, the cartoon had a big influence on it. I think she did fantastic. I think she did. I always love seeing her. Me too. And she finds out. Can I give you a fun fact? Yeah, throw it out there. I'm just going down the list. Are you ready for the real star of this movie? We're talking about the firehouse hook and ladder number eight station. The firehouse. Okay. It is located at 14 North Moore Street in New York City. Okay. And it was built in 1903. And it was the first of its kind. So originally it had two doors that opened up so they could have two trucks in there. But eventually they had to reduce it into one in 1913 when they wanted to widen the street. Motherfuckers. Yeah, that is pretty fucked up. Now, is this the same firehouse from part one? This is. Okay. Definitely is. You can go visit it today. It is still a live acting fire station. If you go there, they do have the Ghostbusters symbol painted on the ground out front. And if you're lucky to cast a glimpse with the door open, you'll see the Ghostbusters 2 sign hanging up in the inside of the the garage. That's awesome. I think that is fucking amazing. But during 2016 through 2018, it went through like remodeling and restoring. Upgrading and so, that electrical. Yep. And so it's beautiful. And you too can go see it. And they were one of the, that fire station was one of the first responders during 9-11. And they did definitely lose one of their members. And the street nearby is named after the member that was lost that day. But, you know, they're heroes. So if you are in the New York area, go bring a hook and ladder station eight, some cookies. Hell if you, yeah. If you're going to stand in front and take a picture, knock on the door and hand these full some cookies. All right. I mean, like, thank you for your service of being awesome firefighters. Or make them some sandwiches. Some Give sandwiches. Give them some healthy treats. We need our firemen to stay fit. Everybody deserves a cookie. But you can't just bring them nothing but cookies. That's true. Bring them, you know, some carrots and, <laughs> <laughs> and some celery, you know, some nuts. Whatever. Everybody loves sandwiches. <laughs> That's true. I love <laughs> But, yeah. <laughs> You know how to look into the fire station because I have not been to it, but I would like the next time I go, I will go stop by. I got you. And bring them some carrots and celery. (laughs) (laughs) You bring them the cookies. I'll bring them the sandwiches. All right. Get a little portable hibachi. Hey, fellas, I'm grilling steaks out here for you. (laughs) You're all coming out. I see my sister. She's got the cookies. You want the cookies? And she's single. Uh I got that good good. Trying to, see, trying to see the traits. Uh-huh. I'm going to pass out all the traits. <laughs> Slip slide down the ladder. 
I do want to slide down. <laughs> Always have. Okay. Back to it. Back to it. Back <laughs> to the lecture at hand. Lewis Tully. Ooh. Played by the one and only Rick Moranis. Love him to death. We have talked about him. We have. In Little Shop. Yup. Suddenly. I think that's the only one. But we could do uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids one day. Oh, we got to do Honey, I Shrunk the Kids one day. We got to do Spaceballs. Mm -hmm. We we should do Strange Brew and get drunk off a beer one day. That would be awesome. I do like Strange Spaceballs. It's been a minute. Have you seen Strange Brew? One of his first movies. I don't think so, dude. Um, a little uh, fun fact about Lewis Tully's character, originally written for John Candy. You know, I could kind of see that, especially after like <laughs> a vacation where John Candy's like, "Sorry, guys, the park's closed." Uh-huh. Like he, the way he like holds his mouth and shit, it's a lot like. Mm-hmm. Did you see those memes? Uh, when uh, COVID first hit. They were all of John Candy. Oh, sorry, guys. World's closed. The world's now. closed. Yep. <laughs> and we're open for business. So, yeah. So and I that being said, Rick Moranis is a fantastic person. We love him. I do. As an actor, pissed me the fuck off when somebody assaulted him last year. What? You didn't hear about that? No. Somebody socked him in the face on the streets of New York. Did they know who he was? I don't. No, they didn't. I don't think so. Yeah, New York, y'all be crazy out in these streets, like hitting people with hammers. No and fucking... fucking reason whatsoever. Yeah. Oh, how dare you? He's like five foot one. Like what are he's you doing? Five four. But yeah. He's just he's an and he's old. Yeah, and he's old. Yeah. Like, stop being a fucking asshole. How dare? He's a little nice old man. Like, I know you're New York, and you know. Even in this movie, they say it's every New Yorker's God-given right to treat each other like shit. That's one thing, but assaulting somebody for no fucking reason, especially when he has made great movies about the city of New York. Because you live here, when you live in a place and you love it like you do, you don't want nothing bad to happen. What? What what was that? Yeah, you know, it's a freak accident. It'll never happen again. What what was that? (laughs) That's like my favorite. That Bill Murray's just like under his breath to try to help him out here. (laughs) Yeah, my client's still under trial from that blue paper that the lady gave me. (laughs) You know, and they're really nice guys. One time I turned into a dog and they helped me. Thank you. Like, that's that's it. (laughs) Oh, Rick Moranis, we love you. He said, out of all the movies that he's done, mm-hmm. this is the only one where he didn't want to keep the wardrobe. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Wait, does that mean he has the Lord Helmet wardrobe? I mean, in the I house? don't know. We got to do some research. That'd be awesome. Like, where would you put it? It's like huge. <laughs> I'd keep it in the closet. Yeah, it was like, it's huge. You got to put it on like a big, sturdy dummy for it to like be able to be Can't breathe it. in this thing. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about him again. All right, moving on. The lovely Miss Sigourney Weaver plays Dana Barrett. We have not. We haven't done a Sigourney Weaver? We have not. Wow. Didn't we do Ghostbusters 1? We have not. We did not. Damn, we jumped right to part two. You love your sequels. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> I, but I do. When you said it, I was like, yeah. The villain is better in this one than in the first one. Well, you know. Just the villain. I mean, you could say whatever about either one, but you got to say that. Yeah. Well, I mean. To me. 
isn't she the villain in part one, if I'm not mistaken? Well, she she gets like possessed. Yeah. But it's like ugh, Oh, what? she gets turned into a dog also. Uh-huh. Okay. It's not her. It's the other chick. Yeah, I can't remember her name right now. It's... Are you a god? Would someone ask you if you're a god? You say, say yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, um, she's amazing. She's fantastic. I Absolutely like- adore her in this, in part one. She got a new movie that just came out. It's in theaters right now. Little known indie called Avatar. I don't know if y'all have heard of it. I heard that's a this is a part two. It's a sequel, so yeah. it's probably pretty good. It probably is because <laughs> This one, they are in a lot more water, it looks like. And you know water's my fucking thing, so. I mean, it's all about water, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I didn't make you it You are during... a fish. Yeah. I am the true, original Black Little Mermaid. And if y'all don't you know who here first. Sigourney Weaver is, go check out Aliens, or the other Aliens, or the other, other Aliens. She is fantastic. Or the other Avatar. <laughs> Gorillas in the Mist. Yep. Shit. Mm-hmm, She's a badass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I learned some fun stuff about her. Did you know that she's terrified of elevators? I did not know that. Like, she don't like it. She hates it. So she takes the skip stairs like Cary Grant? Kinda. Or, you know, she double checks, triple checks when the last time the maintenance was done on the elevator. Doesn't make sense to her. Yeah. Right. She don't like earthquakes either, so she does not live here in California. <laughs> I don't like tornadoes, so I don't live in the Midwest. I mean, nah, I don't like none of that. Cold, snow, snow. One of my funniest memories in this house is when Ashley experienced her first earthquake with us. Oh my God, is that an earthquake? Is that when she made us go out in the front? No, she was standing right there and we were on the couch watching TV. <laughs> and then she she grabbed her like go bag and made yeah. us stand in the front for a minute. And we're, I was like, what are we well, doing? Well, she checked with us first. <laughs> like she was standing there like, is that an earthquake? And we're like, yeah, yeah, it is. Should we get outside? Not yet. <laughs> you got to hear that real rumble. Then, yeah. Then you, then you got to move. Nothing's falling off the ta- off the shelves. Yeah, just move a little bit so the pictures off, don't not, fall off me. It's not even a four-pointer. Go back to sleep. Go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. We true Independence Day people. Absolutely. <laughs> I learned that Sigoni Weaver got her BA at Stanford, and then she got her master's in fine art at Yale. She don't like earthquakes, but she went to school in Northern California. I mean, that's probably what... I mean, I feel like she's got to be from here because... Maybe. Or maybe New York because... Okay, and then after that, she went to Yale and she studied at Yale. And she studied there at the same time that Meryl Streep was there. So that time had some legacy bitches up there. But I feel like she probably grew up either here or in New York. Probably most likely New York because... Seems like a New York type. Where's she at now? I don't know. Where does Sigourney Weaver reside? Well, the reason why I say this is because her dad, Sylvester L. Weaver Jr., was Mm. a TV executive at ABC, and he was their president from 1953 to 1955. She is a New Yorker. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because back in that time, like, TV was a lot in New York. Yeah. And so he not only helped to, like, make TV the main home entertainment in most people's homes, but he also invented the desk and couch talk shows. Really? So, like, David Letterman uh-huh. and Jimmy Kimmel, all of them. 106 are, and Park. All of them. <laughs> no, they didn't have a desk. 
They had a couch. But no, it's like the your the host is behind the desk and the guest is on the couch. Like that oh, kind of, that kind of style. So I like see. Jimmy Kimmel and David Letterman okay. and all those type of he was like Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon, he's the one that came up with that format that we still use today. Okay, I got you. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, the I was just thinking desks and couches. He's like, either one, you either get a desk or a couch. Which one? <laughs> Can we do both? <laughs> Brilliant. But I love her. She's so good. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know who else is good? Hmm. Ernie motherfucking Hudson. Give me give me something on Mr. Ernie. I got nothing on him. I just love the man. Oh, I love you him know? too. I think he's great in this. Uh, I love him in The Crow. I like Remember when he was in The Crow? Yep. Shit. Yep. Also, I love the little cameos that he does. Uh, you know that How I Met Your Mother is one of my favorite shows of all time. I did not know that. You didn't know that? Oh, I've only... Did y'all know that? I've only, like, I don't That's know. That's a fun fact for you. Practically live future here. future famous person. <laughs> <laughs> I practically live here. Yes, so, I know. <laughs> that episode where Marshall is running down the street and he doesn't have a phone and he's trying to call uh, Lily and then he runs into Ernie Hudson on the street. Mr. Ernie Hudson, can I borrow your phone? <laughs> Who are you going to call? <laughs> <laughs> like, how could you not? I love uh, he has a, a cool character and Grace and Frankie. So he's still uh, out there. Yeah. I mean, that show's ended now. I love it. Is it ended? Mm-hmm. I can't keep up these days. I just feel like he gets left out of being a Ghostbuster. He's not even on the cover of the first one. And you don't see him until like halfway through the movie. Dude, we know Hollywood is racist. racist. I'm just saying, as a kid, I always noticed that and it always upset me. Yeah. Cause he is brilliant. He's funny. I love when they get out of the they get out of the ooze, and he's like, "You almost killed me!" And they're like fighting and oh, shit. Oh yeah, come on, man! I want you, you bad. You're like, "Whoa, y'all about to kill each other?" You had to take <laughs> his clothes off and tell the mayor in his underwear what was going on. <laughs> he's the hard nosed blue collar New York guy. He's like, man. "Does somebody speak English around here?" And he's like, "Yeah, dude, me." Does anybody speak English here? Uh, yeah, you, you, your honor. See. What we're trying to tell you is like all the bad feelings, I mean, all the hate, the anger and violence of this city is turning into this sludge. Now, I didn't believe it at first either, but we just went for a swim in it and we ended up almost killing each other. You know all that anger and violence that we got? Well, it's building up underneath the city and we... Breaks it down in yeah, layman's terms. Raven's for turn. the mayor. For the mayor. The guy that's supposed to be smart. Running the shit. Mm-hmm. I love how they make fun of mayors, though. They always make the mayor uh, somebody that's dumb. Or they're like who stealing. has a bunch of like intelligent advisors, like Kurt Fuller, who's mm-hmm. just an intelligent jackass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm glad that he's in this movie. He does have a nice. He saves the bitches when when Vigo sets the fire out to all the pitchers. Oh yeah, they got to call out for Winston. He had to bust in there like a fucking firefighter. Dude comes in in the clutch though. Saves the bitches. Every time. Yeah. But, in all seriously, why didn't he just let the tape measure go? <laughs> Come on. Unhitch that belt. Let's be real. It's not your granddaddy's tape measure that you don't want. It has no sentiment of value. Just let it go into the slime. And we'll go They're to pulling home. you in, Winston. Let it go. We'll go get that Home Depot and go get you another one. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> Sorry. I missed it. I missed it. <laughs> but also, they dove in after his ass. They did. They, like, they hey, weren't going to leave him. Yeah. Like, oh, 
We so, gotta we gotta find a new black guy, or, <laughs> or they just look into the camera and be like, "Damn, he ain't gonna be in Ghostbusters 3. Like you know, like oh, you know he did. Yo, you know he, he ain't gonna be in Rush Hour too. <laughs> Speaking of which, can we do Rush Hour? Yes, two? we can. Can we do Rush Hour one? Oh, we can. Any of the rush of the rush hours? I'll call Mark. Let's do it. I'll see if he wants to do the podcast. Yeah, I'm in to win it. For y'all that are out of the loop, uh, Mark Ralston was in my movie. Mm-hmm. Great actor, fantastic person, and he was in Rush Hour 1. We'll he see was. if he wants to do something. He's I don't a sweet know. guy. Great actor. Mm-hmm. Harold Ramis. Wait, can I, give you a fun, can I give you a fun fact before we move on to him? Like, about him or about... I mean, just give me the fun fact. No, we can go on to him. I feel like you really want to talk about him. Let's no, do it. No, no. Okay, good. I'm just drunk. I want to tell you about... 1989 before we move on i was there i i was i was there ashley was kind of there i was i was there but i don't remember none of this i remember very little as i mean nothing so in 1989 this was a big year okay for the franchises Mm. let me just give you a little rundown of what came out this year okay other besides ghostbusters 2 we have Back to the Future 2, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Crusade. Okay. Lethal Weapon 2, 007's License to Kill, The Nightmare on Elm Street 5. Damn. Friday the 13th 8. Oh my God. Star Trek 5, The Fly 2, Karate Kid 3. <laughs> uh, those are just. Some of the movies that came out that year. So that it, it was Mike Barnes came out in 1989. 1889 was a year. Karate's for, bad boy. For all of it. I don't know. Part three is not one of my favorites. It's the least favorite yeah, of mine so of the three. They could have stopped after two, but here we are. I, I like Cobra Kai. No, I'm talking about the movies. But if they didn't keep going with the movies, then they wouldn't have Cobra Kai now. Okay. Okay. Because you know? after this, you got. The next Karate Kid. Well, you know what? Thank you, 1989. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Thanks for going out with a bang before we got to the 90s. Before we got to the 90s, you gave us some bangers. At least Back to the Future 2, I love it. Indiana Jones, definitely. Lethal Mm -hmm. Weapon 2 is great. Dude. And the other one? Sean Connery jumped on board in the Last Crusade. Yeah. So, okay, that's just my little fun fact about 1989. I missed your singing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the to the man who... Mr. Ramis? Oh, help right there. Egon? Page. Egon Spangler? Egon. Egon. <laughs> He's so good. Yeah, I didn't do a whole lot of research. You know, We've already talked about him. I love Harold Ramis. You know, he's a fantastic writer, fantastic actor. I love what he does in this movie because he's so funny as a person. And mm. then he puts this character who's supposed to be this like very straight and just true to science person. Yeah. And that's where the humor comes from is from the honesty of him being a scientist. Like, let's see what happens if we take away the puppy. Yeah, that's so mean. Like, oh. That's my assistant going to ask them if they're willing to wait another 30 minutes. Like, even when he messes with the slime and like... Uh, oh, like Bill his Mer- insults and shit? Well, like- not even the insults, 
but like the uh, Bill Murray talking about, you're not sleeping with it, are you? You're not sleeping with it, are you, right? Oh, you. It's always the quiet ones. You hound. <clears throat> How about the kinetic tests? And they look to uh, Egon and he's like, mm-hmm. it's... You know that he's not doing it because he's a, it's his kink. You know he's doing it in the name of science. Which is his kink. Absolutely. Science is the kink. <laughs> science <bitch>. is his kink. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. I mean, yeah, he was not supposed to be Egon at all. I mean, he is one of the I writers. I else. And that's exactly what ended up happening. Nobody could play it the way they needed it. So he... It's like, all right, man, I guess I'm in. <laughs> if you want to know more about him, we definitely talked about him in Staten Island uh, Staten- Summer. Oh, yeah. He was the director. That's right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that movie. I know you do. It's a biology fact, Mariella. Read, Read a, a fucking, fucking book. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to know a little more about like all of the shit that he's done, but he is one of the writers of this movie, along with Dan Aykroyd. That's the next man on my list. Well, Dan Aykroyd. Ray Stance. Our spirit master. Right. Who's getting us tipsy tonight. He's always been into ghosts. Like Mm. his whole life. Mm -hmm. He's been interested in them. I think he's seen some. He tries to conjure them. I don't know. Is he he, really? I don't know. That part I made up. But he definitely, (laughs) definitely is into it. So him and John Belushi were throwing around ideas back in the day about like, "Mm, what could we do? What if there was like a group of dudes that like solved ghost crimes? I don't know. Sure. And so they came along with it. John Belushi would have been in the original, but he died. Of course. Eddie Murphy was also supposed to be in the original too, I found out. Really? He would have been the Winston. And, uh, and Winston would have been through the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. So that would have been. Kind that must of have been during his Saturday Night Live years. Yeah, when he had the idea. I mean, he's all friends with them, so why not? Right? Yeah, for sure. You know? Make it a, an SNL reunion. We could talk about Dan Aykroyd for years, hours, whatever you want. You know, he's got a plethora of credits to his namesake. Oh and yeah, quotes. What's the Christmas one? Christmas one? Is he in 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 a Christmas Christ, movie? Christmas Christmas with the Cranks? Is that what it is? Is that the one? Nah, I don't remember. That's not one of my favorite Christmas movies. That's uh, Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis. If I'm not yeah, mistaken. and they decide to cancel Christmas. Yeah. When I think of Dan Aykroyd, though, I think of Ghostbusters. Obviously, I think of the Blues Brothers. We're on a mission. I think of from the Great Gaddy. Outdoors. I definitely think of the, I think of Coneheads. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I think of uh, We Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. I love his little cameo in Casper the Friendly Ghost. Oh, in Casper, yeah. uh-huh. where you, they're trying to like get all the ghosts out of the house. Mm-hmm. And he runs out and he's like, when there's something wrong in the neighborhood, who are you going to call? And he goes... Someone else, and he like leaves. <laughs> it's one of my faves. It's such a small cameo, but it's mm-hmm. like priceless, dude. And you watch him in this, and like you see how great he is in his characterizations. Yeah, like, he plays Ray perfectly. That's Ray's character. But then when Ray has to play a character, like when they're doing the whole uh, New York construction thing back and forth, he's, he's totally the best one. Yeah, he was totally a part of it. He was in it. He was like, oh shit. 
is Vagman doing this? Okay, then we're going we're going with it. Exactly. <laughs> or when they're having the conversation about what to eat, you know, him and Egon. Oh yeah. Uh, Mexican? No. Mm. Uh, Italian? Uh, pizza? Uh thick crust or thin? Chicago. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. yeah. And you know that's Dan Aykroyd's preference. That's not Ray's preference. It's because uh he's improv. He's from uh what's it called if I'm not mistaken? Canada. Well, he's from Canada, <laughs> but uh, what's the improv school in Chicago? Oh, is it um, Second City? No, Groundlings. I think that's maybe. It. I can't remember the name right now, but you know that's why he's like Chicago. Well, I mean, Deep Dish. Deep Dish is really good. It's so good. <laughs> it's really good, dude. I'm not. Why would I go it? for thin crust when I can get like three, four times as much? Is there something over we can DoorDash? That's okay right now. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to throw some pizza right now? Yeah, man, don't do it right, <laughs> All right now. Yeah, we gotta wrap this up. We will see you later. We're gonna get some pizza. Cocktails. <laughs> By the way, there's one other person in this, but you know we're not gonna talk about it. Y'all know nah, who he is. I'm it ain't Bob Marley. It ain't Bob Marley, man. <laughs> <laughs> the, the great BM. Bill Murray plays Peter Venkman, and oh my god, like he's just a non-stop reel of quotes. Yeah. All right, Oscar. I feel like most of his lines are not scripted because he's just. I don't think any of them are. They just said this is what we're doing, and he he does it, and yeah, he's brilliant. Like I said before, he did not want to come back to do this one. I don't know really. Part two? Yeah. Really? I don't really know how they got him to come back, but he also said that like if y'all do a part three, y'all better kill me off because I don't want to do it anymore. Sure. I also read something that was like. Bill Murray is so talented, but he gives nothing back to his art. And I was quite confused and like, like that's a pretty harsh thing to say about somebody who's been working for like 30 years. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and giving us like classics like this. Yes. This guy has a direct line to my funny bone. Yes. He made some movies that were not so great. Sure. Do you have any regrets? Garfield, Garfield maybe. Garfield, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Y'all can't tell. We like Zombieland. <laughs> I love Zombieland. It's coming in October. Get ready for it. Because that movie is too good. And the movie was good, but then it became... He's never been a good practical joker. It became great once I saw Brent Murray was in it. The mm-hmm. first time I saw it and like that, it just sealed it. And him like... <sighs> Not when you found out how hard Woody Harrelson can punch? No. I love me some Woody Harris. Don't I can tell already you were gonna piss me off. <laughs> I'm a, I'm my next big movie has him in it, so I, Ooh, you know I okay. love me some Woody Harris. I'm excited. Okay, yeah, Bill Murray though. Bill we talked about him. Murray. We talked. I would assume that we have. We did over a hundred episodes. He's got to be in one of those movies. Did we do Groundhog Day? Nope. Damn. Uh, did we do Caddyshack? Nope. Did we do Caddyshack Two? Nope. <laughs> Space Jam. Space Jam. Is that that? Larry, that could have been me. That could have been me. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of that da, movie. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Let's go. You do that. I do feel like we might have done him again, but I, that's not We will talk about Bill Murray when Jason and Zenobia are better prepared. I know. You guys, that's what we were dipping our toes in. We just, yeah. It's been a while. I Just forgot the ease, order of how to do this shit. He's on in. He's on in. We'll be back. Oh, yeah. 
We're going to do this every two weeks. For Groundhog's Day. Oh, That's yeah. what I want to do. We do a Mr. Murray. I like that. Oh, yes, you do. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'll tell you what. I'm out. Ooh, you don't have to be so violent with it. It's all right. It's a flip. Oh, okay, okay. I love my phone. Okay, I got some fun facts. I'm going to rattle them off. It's getting late. You're getting ready. You ready? Lay them on me. Boom. Fun fact number one. The mink coat coming alive. Oh, yeah. Guy, which little... that literally has scared me my entire it's life. It's creepy. Till this day, looking at it, it... Were they real ferrets or something? <laughs> oh, God, no. I don't know. It is 89. They probably could Those get away with it. ran down the street together. It, um, I don't know how they made it okay. at all. I feel like... Props. For, when it's on her, it seems like it's puppeteers. Because the jacket like sure. looks filler. Yeah. But it probably was being pulled down the street. I don't know. I didn't do any of that. But it was meant for the first Goldsmiths. Bust. Whoa. The first Merch Masters. <laughs> most Gusters. Yes. Yeah, the first Most Gusters. <laughs> that is the what it was supposed to be. But it never made it. And so they brought it back for part two. It went into storage. It went into storage <laughs> until they were ready to let it out for the winter. Aired it out. Mm-hmm. Had to, you know, get the steamer. Hook up the... <laughs> <laughs> the muskrats, whatever the hell they were. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to do one of my little favorite things that I like to do with Lenny, and that is my AKAs. They're, Something new, y'all. This I don't is know about also this. known as, which means that I take the title of the movie and loosely translate it in other countries. Countries. Okay. So there was not that many for this one. Apparently, a lot of people have a translation for Ghostbusters. But here's the ones that I fit, didn't find. So Finland is called Ghost. Finland or Old Finland? Old Finland, because it's just <laughs> Finland. <laughs> it's called Ghost Gang 2. Okay. They're a ghost gang. You know, just They're mob- a ghost gang. Mobbing they down the gang, just because we're Americans? No, nah, because they got the black guy. <laughs> Winston makes them a gang. <laughs> oh, my God. So in France, mm-hmm. it's called SOS Phantom 2. The fuck? France, get your shit together. What SOS kind of Phantom 2. SOS, help. So that must be Phantom 1 is the original. Phantom for ghosts? Or as a, well, I mean. a ghost for Phantom? I guess a ghost is. These are loosely translated. Okay. <laughs> This is Google Translated, okay, straight off the page. So I could be wrong, but that's what Google told me. So my favorite is Taiwan. All made in Taiwan. It's called Devil Busters 2. Nice. (laughs) Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) Not out of that, but like Devil Busters. (laughs) Devil Busters, and that's what you call Devil Busters. (laughs) SOS Phantom. Uh, doom, <laughs> doom, doom, doom. <laughs> hey, the soundtrack in here is fucking badass. You that got is- Jackie Wilson in there. You got Bobby Brown in there. You got uh, the dude that we already talked about in there. You're so funny because Mr. My, Sir Ray Parker. My next fact was about the soundtrack. Oh, you was know? it? Okay. It is. <laughs> so the soundtrack had a bunch of songs of the people that you named. Also, mm-hmm. there was like New Edition was on there. And but it only had Bobby two, Brown is new dish. It only had two hits uh, come off of it. Obviously, it's gonna be on our own by Bobby Brown, which is what I always think of when I we got we got we got. When we said we were gonna do this movie, that's immediately what I started saying. You you, you know it. 
<laughs> and then we have the Ghostbusters by Run DMC. Nice. Ghostbusters, and that's who you go. That's them. And that, that's a, like a bomb-ass song, so I, I, I truly enjoyed it. Agreed. But those were the only ones that made it on the top two, uh, top ten for the billboards. <sighs> you know how I feel about that kind of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. Normally, like the lower the rating, the more I like it. Money I- Train is a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to lie to you. <laughs> But on the way here, I listened to one of our episodes to just like get me back in the. Nice. And literally, you said that same thing in the episode. <laughs> Money stand, Train is a good movie. I, I stand by it, damn it. <laughs> it is a good movie. You got Wesley, you got Woody. What else do you need? J Lo. Damn. <laughs> and then you got a perfect movie. Right. <laughs> A sexy Latina. Throw her in there. Throw her in there. Before she was even Apparently J-Lo and Rosie Perez are interchangeable. Because <laughs> you got white men can't jump. You That's got true. Wesley, you I was thinking. Woody, I was Rosie. thinking. Yeah. Okay. I got one more phone pack. Throw it on me. I was like, I lied. No. I only got one. Okay. The birthday party scene. Mm-hmm. Where they go and... Who you gonna call? He, man. <laughs> so that was filmed in on the third floor of this LA fire station. Fire station number 23, where you at? Where you at? That's where it's filmed. So the interior for the party and the interior for the Ghostbusters headquarters mm-hmm. was filmed here in LA at fire station 23. Of course it was. They always got to cheat something for another place. Well, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I don't know. I I, I mad. did it. Yeah, I mad. We all do it. You do what you, you gotta know, do. You do what you gotta do. You only have so much money to make a movie. Could you, could you tell that they were here? No. Exactly. Shit. So it worked, and they had a lot of money. How much? That's they had? that creative filmmaking. Twenty five mil. But that's like fifty seven mil. Fifty right? fifty seven point eight mil. That's literally one hundred times my budget. And we made it happen. I had fifty eight thousand dollars. Well. When yours is aired, then we will have you on as a guest to talk about your movie. <laughs> You'll be the guest. I'm going to wear a cravat. <laughs> Please. I'm going to ask you questions, and then the drink will be And called... a monocle. Yep. And I'll make you a drink called The Punching Fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good to me. <laughs> All right. Are we out? We fucking did it. Hey, we did it. It was a twenty-three only... episode uh, in the books. It only... almost, almost, almost. We got to set them up for next. Uh, oh, next sh- episode. I texted to you. Damn, Gina. we're gonna fumble through this real quick, this just is to give worst. you guys an idea of what we're doing next time. I don't know if I could do the accent. You don't have to do the accent. Since we are wrapping up. Thank you, Jason, for coming back because you. your girl was missing you. Thank you guys for coming back. We missed you guys drinking with you and talking about our favorite movies. Please follow us, like us, review us on all the things and come back in two weeks because we are going to do two episodes a month. We have been very busy. Like Jason said, he's been working on his movie alongside me and it's Smashly. And they're planning weddings. We're getting married this year, y'all. I'm getting ready to be a groomsmaid. Hell yeah. And get I can't m- wait to see your pants suit. I can't. Bitch, I'm going to be flyer than you. Smash is going to want to marry me. She's going to be like, dang, I'm sorry, Jason, but she's looking, mom. 
You let me off the hook? I mean, we're all living together regardless, so... <laughs> you're letting me off the hook? Yes. So, we do need time to do all of those things, so we are going to be shortening how many episodes you get a month, but they're coming. I'm going to push them out, even if it kills me. <laughs> and here we go. <laughs> let me find this voice. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm so sorry if I offend anybody with my accent. I'm or just, mine. I'm doing it with love. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> oh, what's the matter, beautiful? You're meaner than a dog shitting tax. We put everything in this place. We could have retired in Hawaii. I have been to Hawaii. Which island? Come on, I want to lay you. I find you disgusting. Well, just so long as you find me, dear. <laughs> <laughs> you want to join me, Mrs. Raggetti? Well, what the hell? Girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a good one. That's going to be so fun. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It's going to be so much fun. I don't know what we're drinking, but I'm going to drink to the rest of this. I, shit. For the first time, I kind of have an idea. Oh my God. Is it you in the skull tonight? I'm gonna, I like, I don't know what I want to turn. I want to turn it into a bong. Do you think you could drill, put your weed in there? <laughs> you think you could like drill a hole in it for me to put like a down stem somewhere? Ashley might be able to. Yeah, possibly. All right, we'll see what we can do about that. All right, Crystal Head, you might become a bong bitch. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's our uh, our first show for 2023. Oh, my we God. We did it. it. We made it. We're not dead. We're drinking. Hell no. We're going to see about some pizza, apparently, at, you know, 108 in the morning. Oh, There's nothing over that one. Nothing good happens after 108 in the morning. Do you have pizza making? We're going to find out some <laughs> things right now. We're going to go into that loud-ass fridge. <laughs> Turn that shit down. <laughs> All right, y'all. We will see you next time on Lights, Camera, Cocktails. You're bald, your belly button sticks out. And you're a terrible, (laughs) terrible burden (laughs) on your poor mother. (laughs) Our niece is coming soon and she's going to hear this. I'm going to tell her that to her face.